First of all, I want to say thank you to everyone that's been listening to the podcast thus far. I think this is our seventh episode, and um, I have really enjoyed it so far, and I'd, I'd like to keep doing it, and I, as of right now, it's only available on two platforms, so there's Anchor, and then there's Spotify, but I'm trying to get it on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, and there's a few others that they have that they're um, trying to distribute podcast too through anchor so uh if there is a way to contact me through the app i i haven't figured it out i'm ashamed to say and um so i've been doing any communication through facebook but feel free to um message me ideas through facebook uh as of now and then i'll try to research and you know go into some of these Uh, topics down the road Um, there's no guarantees when I can get to them but eventually I I hope to um, if it's something that I I feel that I can do justice to Um, so anyway in the meantime thank you to everyone for listening and those of you that have subscribed Um, and I guess we'll keep doing what we're doing right now I think I'm putting out well in the two weeks that I've been doing it I guess I've put out three a week I will keep that pace for now, but eventually maybe I'll bump it up a little bit. And I'm hoping to get a little bit longer in the, um, in the, you know, length of podcasts that I'm doing. So, um, maybe go into a little more detail, but as of right now, I'm just doing it with the time frame that I can work with, that I can do, you know, with working full time and everything. So this, you know, eight to 12 minute format has seemed to work pretty well. So anyway, thanks again. And, um, I appreciate all the listens today. We're going to be talking about Sir Thomas More or St. Thomas More, depending on if you're Protestant or Catholic, I guess, uh, there are many things he said and did and wrote that we couldn't get into in such a short time. Uh, One of the strengths of this podcast is its brevity, and I'm afraid that would break down if we began to get into whole anthologies of everyone we discuss and, you know, break down everything they wrote and said. So we'll just kind of keep it Keep it a little bit general, but but get into his story because I think it's an important one. Uh, what I like about Sir Thomas More is that he stood up to the monster. It's it's not just that he was a rebel; it's that he was a rebel with a good cause. You see, he lived in the time of Henry VIII, the Mad King of England. At this time, Henry had asked the Pope for an annulment from his marriage to Catherine of Aragon, his first wife. She had not given him a male heir, and that was not okay with Henry. So he he appealed to the Roman pontiff and was met with a flat refusal. They were not having it. 
But Henry was incensed and in his rage broke ranks with the Roman church. He declared himself defender and head of the Church of England. He then promptly divorced Catherine to begin a relationship with Anne Boleyn and set about trying to establish the Tudor dynasty. This would prove an ill-fated venture for Anne, but that's for another podcast. We won't get into that now. Thomas was a Catholic, a devout Catholic. So when Henry sent out a mandate that every English soul sign that he, Henry, was God's anointed over all the bishops, priests, and archbishops of the former Catholic Church of England, Thomas refused. But it wasn't easy, you see. Thomas was Henry's friend and also his chancellor. To make matters worse, when Anne Boleyn married Henry, Thomas was okay with declaring her the rightful Queen of England, but couldn't go against his conscience and say she was Henry's lawful wife. This amounted to treason in Henry's eyes. So in April of 1534, Moore found himself in the Tower of London. Now, if you know anything about the Tower of London, it usually ended with a long walk to the headsman's block, if you were lucky enough to survive the rats, cold, or malnourishment. This was a place for, especially the, the, the people that went against the kings and queens of England, traitors, heretics, political prisoners. It was not a pretty, a pretty sight. A, a kangaroo court was convened and the jury, probably eager to avoid the same fate, found more, more guilty of treason within 15 minutes. Now in those days, traitors were to be hanged, drawn, and quartered. This meant that the person was taken, hanged, until they were almost dead, and then... Uh, I mean, it's going to get kind of graphic here, but if you can bear with me, they would slice them open, display their innards while the person was still alive. And this was not a, this was not a, a quick thing. It was a, it was a slow process that could last all day. This, this torture was a kind of a, it was a long affair and no one got out of it without an extreme amount of pain because these people were good at keeping you alive long enough to regret whatever it is that you had done. Usually treason. I mean, this was reserved for traitors. Um, and then after you had looked at your innards for long enough, they would cut you into pieces, usually quarters. That's where they get drawn and quartered from. Um, and then they would spread the parts of you throughout the city, displaying them at prominent locations to dissuade anyone from following suit. It was an effective mechanism or, or way of, a way of preventing treason. <clears throat> so in this case, 
Moore was convicted of, of treason, but Henry, his old friend, his old pal, took pity on him and allowed him to be simply beheaded. That was a more merciful death, although you can imagine it's, it's still not ideal. Um, so he sat in the tower for two months, I believe. Maybe three, two to three months while his family came to see him and begged him to reconsider. All he had to do was take the oath and he could return to them. Now think about that scenario for a second. Not only is your king and his whole kingdom telling you to simply sign this little piece of paper, that's it. And the nightmare is over. Not only is he telling you that, but everyone you hold dear is too. No more rats, no more hard straw floors, no more worrying about that long ride to the scaffold. Knees weak, hands trembling. It's all over and you can hold your wife and daughter again. Your hobbies are waiting for you. The food you love, your favorite books. It's just one stroke of the pen and all, all of it's gone. You're back into society and it's, it's forgiven. Now, Henry, uh, excuse me, Thomas would have known all this and, and it would have weighed on him heavily. As I said, it, his family, his immediate family, his daughters, his, his wife, they begged him and begged him and he must have seemed so bullheaded because he refused. He remained steadfast. And so that day arrived on July 6, 1535. He ascended the scaffold, resigned to his fate. As he walked up, he met the headsman and forgave him for what he was about to do. Walked up to the block and laid his head down on it. Took his long gray beard, which he had grown out in prison swept it to the side and said, and I quote, for it hath done no treason and closed his eyes for the last time. And that was the end of Sir Thomas More. His, his life and his death were not just a rebellion against the state. His life and death were in keeping with his conscience to, to, his, to his faith, to his, you know, his, his deeply held beliefs. You see, Henry was his friend, and there was, there, was, there was many moments that are alluded to that he, he fought with this decision. Should I just sign the paper? But he couldn't. That, that just wouldn't have been right. And... I don't know, I look at this story and I go, could I do that? I sure hope so. Could I stick to my conscience, to my faith, to my, to my, um, my deeply held beliefs and convictions? Well, I sure hope so. And it's, it's a story that I, that I love. Um, 
just because, you know, I'm not a Catholic, I'm a Protestant, and I'm sure there are many theological differences that I have with the man, but just that sort of, you know, unbreakable faith and will, it's just, it's really attractive to me. So anyway, I thought I'd impart that to you, and I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening.